back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 14 of Throwing Partners. I am one of your hosts, Chris Collins. Sadly, my throwing partner and best friend, Brian Caprino, cannot make it tonight due to an illness. So we hope that he makes a speedy recovery and he'll be on next week and everything like that. But, you know, we still got to deliver. We still got to give you guys the updates. We got to do everything that we can to keep you updated in the sports world. So with that, let's go ahead and kick off with MLB. MLB is back, folks. Today, uh, we're recording on Sunday. So technically, today was the first day of spring training. All the new players on the rosters and everything like that. So many trades have been done. So many signings have been done. And now we get to see those fresh faces in different uh, uniforms. So with that, let's talk about a big big thing um not necessarily from the players but with kevin mather from the mariners he was the president at the time uh recently fired which is a great thing because the reason why he was fired was due to nasty ugly comments that he had on players and and everything like that going from oh they can't speak english is english is terrible you know i'm sorry that's part of biodiversity in a sport you know and that's that's the thing is like almost like I would I would say at least half of the the rosters in today's MLB rosters, probably their dominant language is Spanish. And the thing is, is Spanish is a great language. Any language is a great language. But the most terrible language there is, I will say, is from this president saying he needs to learn more English or he he, he can't he's too loud or something like that. He also said the starting pitcher Marco Gonzalez for the Mariners was um, very boring. And Marco Gonzalez put out a great like bio on his, on his Twitter saying uh, just boring on it. And it's, it's, it was phenomenal. And then um, also they said that Kyle Seager was not, uh, he said that Kyle Seager was not worth his contract that he signed way back then for a seven year extension, which they actually showed uh fan graphics kind of like more of like statistics compared to money kind of thing he's actually outplayed his contract he's he should have been paid more basically but with that that man is fired no longer in baseball he will never have a job in baseball thank goodness and it's a sad thing to know that that was going on in the clubhouse in baseball or just in the sports world we don't need ugliness like that in this world and everything like that so Good on the Mariners to get rid of that. Um, <clears throat> after 25 years, you'd think somebody working in the same organization for 25 years, they would, you know, uh, not make comments like that. Or, you know, first off, when you get hired as that high of a, of a professional, that you would act professional. So with that, he is gone. Good riddance. As a Mariners fan, I couldn't be more proud to say goodbye and everything like that. We don't need that there. So, um, but if you guys don't, um, haven't heard it look up the articles of what he said there are like quotes he said this on a radio um, uh, broadcast so he was caught red handed I don't know why he would say that stuff to any player that's just it's just wrong but going back to baseball starting up this uh, this today I, I will say as a Mariners fan we did beat the Padres 5-4 to four in spring training I know it's spring training people are just like you know they don't count they don't they don't do anything you know to me, as a Mariners fan, I'll take any win I can because we haven't made playoffs since 2001. So 
Good job today, guys. Uh, big M's fan. So if any of the Mariners are listening, uh, just know we have a big fan right here, right here. Um, for Brian, you know, the Angels won today. So he's, you know, I know he's not feeling too well, but he probably was like, you know, getting out of bed all shaky a little bit. And then next thing you know, he was like, yeah, yeah. And then fell asleep. But <laughs> with that, um, all the game or not all the teams play today, but, you know, today was the big starter. But it was kind of interesting. Um, me and Brian used to see a player at Lake Elsinore Storm Stadium. He was in the Padres organization named Buddy Reed. And he was actually a the player to be named later part of the jerks and profile trade between the A's and the Padres. So now he's on the A's. And today he got uh, his, his spring invite. He was actually up to bat against the Dodgers today. Um, and he flashed some leather, like, Hitting wise, he didn't do so great, but flashing the leather in the outfield. Oh my God. He took a great hit away from Matt Beatty. And if you guys haven't looked it up, I'm pretty sure there's a highlight of it. Like he was just full on dive mode. It was crazy, but good for him. It's kind of cool to see, you know, a minor leaguer that you saw play in real life now is at the big show kind of thing. So it's really cool. Um, just another reason to, you know, open up the doors to, to fans and in the stands and everything like that. But also, Another big topic, and Chicago Cubs fans may not like it, but big dog here, Chris, is going to tell you this. Chris Bryant is going to get traded. I know they've talked about extensions and everything like that. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think he, you know, he's had a great run in his career starting in Chicago and everything like that. And I'm going to say, it, I think the Yankees swoop in i like a trade deadline kind of thing if there's no extension that's what i'm saying if there's no extension expect chris bryant to be gone by the trade deadline now if the cubs are in it like if they are playoff contenders by the deadline maybe he stays there there's a better chance he stays but i'm expecting him to go no matter what while they can get the most out of him in his final year of his contract if they don't get that extension because the one the the yankees definitely need a third baseman they have good third baseman with Gio Urshela and Miguel Andahar, but they always get hurt. Always get hurt. So we'll see what happens with Chris Bryant. Speaking of the Yankees, though, there's been some drama. If you're a Yankees fan, you guys are probably panicking because uh, manager Boone was uh, basically saying, I don't know if he said it wrong or people are taking the terms the wrong way of what he said, but he said that Brett Gardner is a like a starter he's a, a, a starter when they already announced that clint frazier got the job and left so i don't i don't know what's going on there but clint frazier i'm pretty sure is going to be the opening day starter brett gardner knows his role as a veteran now he's not going to be starting every day but he is that fourth outfielder you know he does have um you know, he's been there his whole career. And I don't know why everybody hates on Brett Gardner. You know, he is a player that gave his heart day in and day out every day on that field, had above average numbers, and he was reliable, super reliable. I don't know why Yankees fans are like so tired of Brett Gardner, but I get it to an extent. Like you've got this young, talented Clint Frazier. Why isn't he playing? And we should be focusing on the future instead of letting an older, you know, Brett Gardner play. But I think Clint Frazier is going to get the job. And with that, you know, I'm going to let you guys know this is going to be a short podcast because I don't have my partner in crime with me. 
Um, I don't have my throwing partner. I can't throw a ball to myself across a room. So, um, Brian, if you're listening, hopefully you're laughing. But let's get on to the NBA. So the NBA All-Star Game's coming up and everything like that. So can't wait for that. Wait to see the rosters in the draft, kind of how they do it and everything like that. But they are saying that the dunk contest is going to be at the halftime of the All-Star Game. But Zion Williamson is not going to be there. He's not going to be in the dunk contest. Are you kidding me? This, this kid is like a phenom at dunks. And you're not going to have him in the dunk contest? Unless somehow, you know, they play that John Cena, like, music in the background. You know, like all that. And then, you know, he's walking out and out of the tunnel onto the dunk contest. So we'll see with that. Um, also, during this week, I was very impressed by how Milwaukee took care of the Clippers. Um, it was still a close game. as a five-point game. But... The way that the Bucks were playing, like how they had control of the court and everything like that, and the way that Giannis was setting everything up, and you know, I just felt like that's how the Bucks need to play every day. Like it was super fundamental. They weren't doing any trick plays. They they were hitting their shots. They were hitting a lot of mid range shots, which was good. But they need to play like that every day if they want to say like they want to win the East, which I don't think they will. But you never know when playoffs come. Speaking of an L.A. team, the Lakers right now are currently on TV. I was watching them earlier playing Golden State and we're destroying them. It's just it was like an onslaught and like Golden. And now Draymond Green is um, he's he didn't return after the half because of a, an ankle sprain. So hopefully he's OK and for Golden State and everything like that to lose a big defensive guy like Green it would be a big blow to golden state's chances of making um, the playoffs. They're already at the bottom of the barrel kind of, so they're kind of hanging in there, but going back Lakers putting on a show. I mean, LeBron is putting on a show too. Like I think he finished off with three, three pointers before the half ended. So, I mean, it was, it was 85 to 55 last time I checked in was the beginning of the third quarter. So Lakers are maybe finding the rhythm again after that little kind of losing streak there and everything like that. And then hopefully Anthony Davis can come back and do his thing too and just make him better. But speaking of the Western Conference, with the Jazz losing a rare loss, they actually bounced back the next day. Donovan Mitchell, 31 points. Uh, Utah ain't stopping. I'm sorry, folks. Like if you're a Lakers fan, Clippers fan, any type of fan in the West – you, you got to give the crown all already to Utah, the way that they're playing. I don't see them slowing down. They are playing. They are literally like, I think the only team besides the Clippers that can take down the Lakers from doing a repeat. I wouldn't be surprised if Utah makes it to the finals, but we'll see what happens when playoffs comes around, but they are just playing phenomenal basketball and everything like that. And then also in kind of breaking news, so Oladipo rejected Houston Rockets two-year extension. He would have made, I think, roughly around $45 million. Um, and he's having a great year in Houston and he rejected it. And so that kind of shows, one, that he doesn't want to be in Houston. And two, he is worth the money. He's playing at a high caliber level. He always really kind of has. But 
now the market's going to be kind of intriguing for people that need him and everything like that. And now let's see if that $45 million, if it wasn't enough, then how much do you think he gets with another team? If Houston, I mean, Houston has all the cap room now with James Harden gone. Let's see what, you know, Houston can bring in, but all definitely going to be a free agent at the end of the season. it's going to be intriguing to where he signs next and everything like that. Um, but yeah, that's it for basketball. I mean, we're coming up to the all-star break soon. So please go ahead and watch that. It's always fun to watch the studs play. You know, they always have that. Uh, how do you say it? Like when you see the all-stars play in any sport, honestly, it's so fun to watch because you're watching the best of the best of that year. And, you know, they always crack jokes. They always have a fun time. It, it looks like, it looks like kids playing. It looks like kids that are adults playing what they love instead of like a job, you know, so it's always fun to watch. Give that a listen whenever it comes up. Um, but now we're going to switch to the NFL. NFL to me is super interesting because free agency is coming up soon. Very, very soon. But before we talk about the free agency, um, congrats to Patrick Mahomes on his newborn healthy baby. Health, uh, wife's healthy too. And he's, you know, he's going through his rehab with, um, his surgery and everything like that after the Super Bowl, and now he has a, a newborn. So congrats to him. He's going to have his hands full with a newborn, but I think you know that family of his can can do anything. I mean, we saw him win a Super Bowl for Kansas City, and it hasn't happened in so long. So um, congrats to him and his family. But a big question about a repeat team. So we're talking about the Tampa Bay Bucks. Does how do I put this? All right. I'm going to, I'm going to try to rephrase it. Can the bucks repeat without Chris Godwin? Can they do it? That was Tom Brady's main target throughout the season. And do you think that the bucks can repeat without Tom Brady's main target? That's a big question, but in my perspective, no, Chris Godwin is a phenomenal wide receiver and to be, you're the favorite targeted of the goat. I know they still have Mike Evans and, you know, I think Gronkowski's gone. I don't, I don't know if they resign him or not, but Mike Evans can't do it all. So it's just like, you know, I mean, Leonard Fournette's probably going to come back on an extension too. So we'll see, but we're talking about Chris Godwin, the main target of the goat of this past year, even in the playoffs, he was great too. Maybe not in the Super Bowl, but in the playoffs, he was great. But the answer is no. If if Tampa Bay does not sign Chris Godwin back, I'm sorry, Tampa. You had your one trophy, and then it's going to be gone next year without Chris Godwin. But, you know, you can always re-sign Chris Godwin. I think he loves Tampa Bay, and he's very faithful to his team. So I would say that... Right now, I'm going to say there's a 50-50 chance of him coming back or leaving. So, you know, it's like, you know, you're playing roulette right now and you're betting on black or red. Choose wisely because your money will be gone if you choose wrong. So, um, but with that, let's go into, you know, being a Seattle fan. Biggest news so far, of course, is has been Russell Wilson and his, uh, how do you say it? He just like, he's. He wants more out of Seattle for him. He's tired of getting hit, basically. And I don't blame the man. I don't, I mean, this dude is extended plays that shouldn't have been extended plays. But at the same time, Seattle did 
make better adjustments this year to getting a better offensive line. But I mean, that's still not good enough. And for your franchise player to be complaining about it, I get it to an extent, but like he said, he doesn't want out of Seattle, but if a trade was supposed to happen, I think the teams were Cowboys, Bears, Raiders, and I don't remember the other team, but basically they said, if he said, if there was a trade to be made, those are the only four teams he would go to, but I don't see him leaving Seattle. I think that um, they kind of squashed the bug, but the front office needs to get it together if they do want their franchise quarterback to be there still next year and the year after and everything like that. But what do you guys think? Do you think Russ stays or you think Russ goes and where does he go? I mean, that's a lot of money to a player, but you're, you're getting a Super Bowl winner. You're getting a very, very good contending player. Um, definitely Hall of Fame first ballot, no question about it. But let us know in the comments, you know, shoot us a DM or anything like that on Instagram. So, um, but let's also talk about JJ Watt. You know, JJ Watt has become a free agent for the first time in his career. Um, where do you think he goes? I want to, I want to know from the fans, like, I want you guys to interact with me and Brian, like we want to know your opinions. Cause I'll tell you this JJ Watt to me, I think he goes to the bears. I think he goes to Chicago. You got Khalil Mack and him on the ends right there. And uh, I mean, if, if they can get their offense together, but that defense would be just, just ooh, dangerous, dangerous. Like, I mean, like you're cooking, a, you're, you're sizzling, like sauteing some stuff on a fry pan and you're like, oh, I want to see how hot it is. And pff, like that burnt done. That's what they're going to do to your quarterback. Cleo Mack, JJ Watt burning quarterbacks off the ends right there. Just, you know, burnt ends. That's what we're going to call it. Burnt ends. They're just a barbecue recipe of burnt ends. But let us know where you guys think he goes. And then also let's talk about Dak Prescott. The All the power and everything is in his hands with this contract, if he gets one from Dallas or not. He has all the power. Even Jerry Jones said he has all the power in his hands. Do I think he go, stays in Dallas? I think he gets a franchise tag again. And that sucks. That sucks. It's a lot of money for him. Good for him. But that's not how you treat a, a person that's given his all for a team and you want to just franchise tag him. You don't want to give him that big extension. So he has all the power in his favor right now. Good for Dak Prescott. Um, I feel bad for Deshaun Watson in Houston. I mean, he is stuck. He is stuck. Like It's like putting like, I don't know, a bumblebee all up in a tunny and he can't move. That's what Deshaun's feeling right now. And I hope he gets out of there soon. I hope a trade can be made, but we'll see. We'll see. Well, I mean, there's no rebuild. It's, it's all rebuild mode for Houston right now. So, but we're talking about Dak. What do you guys think? Do you think he gets a franchise tag? Do you think he gets an extension or do you think he gets traded? Let us know. Let us know. Please, please, please interact with us. We'd love to hear what you guys think. But with that, like I said, folks, it's a very quick and easy podcast today. You're probably going to listen to this sometime during the week. So what I I always say, but I'm going to say it for Brian. He always says, you know, be kind, be healthy, you know, be cool to one another and everything like that. Uh, brother, we, we hope you feel better soon and that you're on next week's podcast because um, I, I can't have a throwing partner with a wall. I'm just... 
being honest here. So um, hope you feel better and we'll see you next week. But to all you guys out there from me, always be kind, always be safe. You know, you know, we're getting better with COVID. So the numbers are looking good, but you know, that doesn't mean we're out of the darkness yet. We still got to do our due diligence to like get rid of this thing. And then, you know, be kind to one another, respect one another, have fun, live your lives to the fullest. And we will see you guys next week. And with that, hopefully Brian will be there too. All right, guys, take it easy.